0: This morning, we're delighted to have Pastor Amos J. Rathenam with us. Pastor Amos has been with us several times in the past. He's come and ministered and ministered to many of us uh, personally as well. Uh, he's the overseer of uh, the Tabernacle of Holiness Church in Singapore. Uh, and he's got a great uh, apostolic prophetic team there. And they they do a lot of missions work over in Indonesia as well as Uh, in several parts of India. And uh, so we're just glad. He comes time and again to minister to us. We're just delighted to have him. He's a prophet of God and really brings forth powerful. Yesterday, he spent times Friday evening, many hours, uh, many hours Saturday, ministering to our leaders uh, personally and several of our Bible college alumni and Bible college students just, just spending hours just ministering to us. So we'd really appreciate Him and his ministry. Let's put our hands together and welcome Pastor Amos.
1: Please be seated. It's been about three years, I think, since I've been here. So good to see so many people. You're probably doubled, I think. Praise God for your good leader. Our spiritual father, and uh, the vision that God's given, I believe God is using your church as a prototype church, and uh, so that will uh, be signed church for others to follow. Which means each one of you are very special in the eyes of God. You are divinely brought into this fellowship, and that you will identify your call and your ministry and your gift, and that you will serve together. Together we built God's kingdom. And church is not only fellowshipping, enjoying, celebration center, but it's also a place of mentoring, equipping, so that wherever God has called you, maybe you're called to be a doctor, and that's in the medical field that you built God's kingdom there and shine for Christ. Wherever you are, I believe some of you will be called to politics. And you know politics is not easy, isn't it? Devil has built a big infrastructure. And he has built his own foundation there. And God has given us keys for a better kingdom. Go and pull down that evil kingdom and build God's kingdom. Amen. How many of you feel the call for politics? You are in trouble. But uh, all people's church is able to equip you, empower you, and release you so that you can change when, 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 when the government is better off walking in righteousness, or where, there's a verse in the Bible, when the king is righteous, the people live in peace. Amen? Maybe the church was ignorant before, so they said, oh, politics, that's devil. We wait for Jesus to come and establish his kingdom. With whom is he going to establish? He's going to establish with you and me. Amen? So how many of you are ready for politics? But you have called, you cannot run away. But the church has everything here to build you to be a good leader of the nation. Amen. This morning, I'm going to share with you with a powerful spiritual weapon that God's given to us. And I thought I'm going to very specially share with you, but Pastor Jay Kumar just opened up everything. And so I got no choice but to tell you, John 3.16 for God to love the world, so I'm going to talk about love, and I believe, uh, as I was just standing there, uh, God's releasing divine favor uh, this year, and the channel of divine favor is agape love. And if you can walk in agape love, the love of God, the God's kind of love, you will experience divine favor in every situation even if it looks like a mountain, even if there's a conflict that you cannot overcome, I tell you, God's love will enable you to tap on his divine favor. We are in a season whereby the church must move into the front line of society. There was a time where the church was in dark ages. Idols came into the church. Doctrines went out. Holy Spirit couldn't work through. And uh, uh, church became like a monument no move of God in the church. and But in the last more 500 years, maybe, maybe the last 200 years more powerful, many gifts have been restored, many truths have been restored into the church. So church is more well equipped to impact nation, bring transformation in the nation. Every sector can be infiltrated. Uh, every sector in society can be infiltrated. This is a season, I just sensed that this year is the beginning of a decade of transformation that will take place but actually it also depends on how much the church will be uh, open to the truth and ready to respond to what God wants to do in the nation because the nation belongs to God for God everything is spiritual politics is spiritual education is spiritual medical is uh, entertainment is everything because the whole nation the whole world go, belongs to Jesus and so he has sent us as his agents ambassadors To be salt and light. And establish uh, his kingdom with righteousness, justice, and truth. Um, How much more? Because God is with us. He's the source of wisdom. And he has all the wisdom for business. He's got all the wisdom to restore a nation. So the church needs to realize that this is a call. That we need to penetrate and position ourselves in the front line of society. If not, what will happen? If the church cannot position yourself, then Christianity will be irrelevant. It will be just a tradition. Just on Sunday, going to sing some songs and go back home. And that's about all. But everything is in the church. God has given the church all power, all authority, knowledge and wisdom and keys to the kingdom. And heaven will back up the church, when we stand in justice, when we stand in the truth and righteousness. And you'll see, we got two-thirds of God's angels. Sorry, we have, all, out of all the angels that God I have two-thirds with us. Hello? If you, think, if you think India has got a lot of demons, let me tell you, we have more angels. Hallelujah. You look around, some, some foreigners, when they come in, they feel they are in a demonic territory. You tell them, we have more angels here. Because there's more devils, so we have double the angels to deal with. Sometimes we become so demon conscious. We should be more God conscious. Word conscious. Victory conscious. Love conscious. Amen. So, while the ch- world is advancing in knowledge, technology is advancing. How is the church advancing? How is the spiritual technology in the church God has got more wisdom. If you are a born again scientist, then you will discover more things than anybody else. Because you have a source, apart from your knowledge that God have attained and God has given to you, you have a source. That's the source of wisdom. That's God himself. He can pour that into us. So we have to be strongly positioned in every sector of society. The church must be the sign for progress. People out there have to look at the church and see, look, look how they're improving. Can you imagine in APC, everyone is a Christian. My God. You're laughing at it. In other words, every person is connected to the creator by God. This is the R&D station. Research and development. For the nation. We got the strategies for the nation. We can create a product that can become a household product like William Colgate did it. You know, we have Ducky, now it's Dali, and all the other uh, Colgates, all all the other toothpaste. But Colgate still stands, isn't it? Uh, Hallelujah. Praise God for that. Man's natural wisdom is advancing. But church is affected by false doctrine, lust of the flesh, greed, self-indulgence, compromise, and all of that. That's quite alien to you, I believe, ABC. ABC. Sorry, APC, not ABC. Jesus is coming for a body, for a church, for a tabernacle that is without spot and wrinkle, full of power, full of glory, full of wisdom. Amen? We have the keys. To build a better nation. A better kingdom. Are you ready for that? No, Pastor Imos, all I need is I get healed. I get the joy of the Lord. My husband is nice. uh, My children are going to uh, good schools, good bank balance. Have a nice air-conditioned car, air-conditioned house, and air-conditioned spirit. (laughs) That will take you to hell. All of this we need, but more than that. We are not the heathens. They only go for that. But these are all our needs. We're going to put God first, the center of our life. Amen? God has given us the ultimate weapon that can conquer the world. In fact, the cross is still winning thousands and millions of souls every day. People are getting saved. Even in the most darkest place, people are getting saved. That's the love of God shining in the place of darkness. Amen? Let's look at love a little bit. I know you know about love, but let's just look at it. I want you to look at love as a powerful spiritual weapon that God is giving us and to use it to win the world. The world uses hatred, greed, selfishness, self-centeredness, but we use agape love to win the world. And this weapon... Is the most powerful. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Reading from verse 4 to 8. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. I'll just read from verse 4. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. It's not puffed up. Love does not behave rudely. Does not seek its own, its own. It's not provoked. Anybody provoked? Oh, my wife is a thorn to me. I get provoked easily. Looking at her face, I get provoked. <laughs> Repent. And tap on agape love. And today go back or give lunch for her and reconcile with her. Before you take the first spoon. And say... I love you with the love of God. Can we go for a honeymoon? There will be honey in the moon. (laughs) God help us. I'm 34 years married. I caught my wife for six years. More than half my life is taken away by my wife. But I tell you what, she's a better friend. She's the best friend. And I love her so much. I believe it's God's love that, uh, that, that causes us to love beyond everything. If you look at my wife, you are seeing one side of me. But if you look at me, you'll see the other side of my wife. Because the two shall be one. And it's amazing how God's love can make two different personalities, different thoughts, different opinions, different belief systems, sometimes different culture. Wow! Wow! But the secret is what you know is like yellow and blue. When yellow and blue become one, what color do you get? Yellow. Blue. If the husband is yellow, you get more yellow. Is it? Then you know he's dominating. <laughs> you get a total different color, and it simply means by God's love you have to let go your yellow color, hello, and let go your blue color, madam. So that in the end, we have only one color. It's a mixed color. But pastor and his wife have different colors. Two extreme colors. If you look at the children, they're mixed into one color. Black coffee and milk become milk coffee. Sorry about the joke. That itself is a kind of a sign and a signal how God can make us one. Here we have talented people, gifted people. Each one of you have a talent and a gift and a grace. Can you imagine when you put them together into one vision? I tell you, nobody can shake them. In Genesis chapter 11, when the people are one they were united. Verse 6 says, we were united. They were one vision. They had one plan. Unfortunately, they had the wrong plan. They wanted to build the Babel and uh, tower of Babel and go to heaven and reach heaven by, by, by witchcraft way, actually. Uh, they, they, the archaeologists found out the top part is more like a zodiac. And, uh, but, but God said, you know, God is saying, they have one vision, they have one language and they are determined to do one thing. Nobody can stop them. Church, I tell you, if we unite in God's love with the vision that God has given, favor will just overflow beyond your ability. Taking the nation is chicken feed. You don't understand what is that? Now mind, It's easy. It's very easy. The only thing is to get the people together. The yellow must disappear. The bold blue must disappear. And you have only agape color. This is a new color. Amen. I will continue to read that verse. Very powerful. Love, verse 8. Love never fails. Can you say with me? Love never fails. Is your marriage failing? Is it difficult? Love never fails. Where, but whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part will have to be done away. Now Let's look at the last verse, verse 13. And now abide faith, hope, love, these three. But the greatest of this is love. Well, man, of God said this way: faith plus hope equals love. Hope is a very powerful supernatural force. When everything is looking negative, nothing, nothing that there's no evidence of any good thing except the promise of God. You have hope in God. God said it, and I have hope in Him. I don't understand what's happening now. But my eyes is focused on Jesus. He is my God, my Savior, my source. He will take me through. And the victory will come. That's the kind of hope that we have. It cannot be, oh, I waited for one year. Uh, I had all the faith. Second year, I don't know what God, God was doing. Maybe he was too busy. Third year, I said, Lord, you want to give me a husband? You give. Don't, if you don't give me, it's okay. Goodbye denial but that's not faith also you must have hope and of course faith is present tense that you exercise faith every day amen so as, how can we increase in this supernatural power force weapon that jesus used when he was on earth there's one verse that i like to share with you first first john chapter 4 verse 18 I'm going to talk to you a little, a little bit about who this guy John is. You know, he was one of the young, youngest uh, apostle. First John, you know where first John is? It's just somewhere before uh, Revelation. First John, chapter four, verse eighteen. There is no fear in love. Agape love, if let me let me define a little bit of agape love. This God, of course, there's different type of love: uh, eros love, filial love, uh, you know. But agape love is God kind of love, and it's unconditional, sacrificial, empowered by the Holy Spirit, but activated by personal choice of one's will, and it doesn't move by feelings. It's not really based on feelings. So agape love is unconditional, sacrificial, empowered by Holy Spirit, but activated by personal choice of one's will, one's will, and it is not based on one's feelings, but it's the will that creates. That's why I marvel at this India marriage, you know, because in Singapore, if you are match make. They think something is wrong with you. They think the men uh, couldn't, couldn't, not, not capable, uh, so the parents have to go and look for him and wife.. No? Sorry, the culture is like that. But in India, this is how I define it. The woman, this is how she believe. the man that my mom and dad choose, it's the man that God chose for me forever. What a powerful faith they have. Give a big clap offering to all the women. That's why they say in the Tamil, they said, uh, grass or stone, husband is husband. And then they have another saying, husband is the first seen God. Oh, we have gone off the culture already. Okay. But I marvel at that, at that uh, belief. Uh, the, the, the person that God, my parents uh, choose, is the best choice and God's choice for me forever. Very powerful. And then their love starts after tying the knot. Or after getting married. Hallelujah. Fantastic. I don't know how to do that. I actually fell in love then. I got married. But you guys get married and then fall in love. (laughs) And never could get up. First John chapter 4. Verse 18. There is no fear in love. But perfect love casts out fear. Because fear involves torment. But he, he who fears has not been made perfect in love. A lot of people have a lot of insecurity. I don't want to go there because I'm, a, I'm concerned about this. I'm afraid this will happen. I don't want to send you there. I don't want to release you now because you're not ready. A lot of fear. I'm, I'm not going to do this. We can't do that. sometimes there's, there's a lot of fear involved that cripples us against what God is speaking to us. Of course, concerns is something. Wisdom is something. But sometimes when God is speaking to us, we cannot take the step because we're living in fear and insecurity. I was born with a low image. I don't know why. I don't want to blame God for it, but, you know, there came a time where, where I was so full on into the ministry and this fear... Is gripping me. God is speaking words. But my makeup. my The way my emotions are made. I just cannot stretch myself. It would be very unusual. Very different of me to do it. And that's why God gave, spoke to me this verse. Perfect love casts out fear. So I said Lord. How to get this fear off. These emotions that, that control me. And overpower me. And I'm unable to do what you told me to do. I'm so fearful. I, 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 you know, I, I get into a lot of emotional stress. So, one verse. Meditating so long. Almost a week. Perfect love casts out fear. How to get this perfect love? Perfect love comes from Jesus, from God. And how to get that perfect love from Jesus? Get into a perfect relationship with God. Fall in love with Him. The letter to the, to the Ephesians, the Asian minor churches, to the Ephesus church, was they have fallen from first love. I can also gather one of the reasons why they fall in love, fell in first love, because the apostle who was over Ephesus at that time was Apostle John. And he was banned into Patmos. I think it's very sad. Because there was no impact on the believers, on the leaders to catch on that kind of love. But sometimes people find it sacrificing like their leader. And that is why they cannot tap on, on what he's experiencing. But in a total commitment and sacrifice, you will experience the same kind of love power and anointing as your leader is receiving. God is very particular about we being in first love. In fact, he says to the, uh, the letter to the Ephesians is, if you, if you don't go back to your first love, I'll take your candle out. And in this end time situation where God has given all the truth and doctrine and everything to us, we need to operate in divine love. And conquer the world with love. So in order to experience perfect love that will remove fear. If fear goes off, faith comes in. When you put love and faith together, hope comes out. So you need to really build that relationship. There needs to be consistency. There needs to be a a tangible relationship. Feeling and experience in it on a consistent basis. You must enjoy walking with Jesus. Enoch walked with God until he was no more earthworthy. Go back. So much caught up in the spirit. You know, heaven was more better. He just got caught up. He probably might turn up later as a witness. Know. But what I'm saying is g- g- the whole question is God the source? Or somebody else? Uh, Pastor Imos, I know Jesus the source. I'm trying. Nothing is happening. So, you want to stop? I think you've got to be radical. You've got to press in. Jesus has already done the f- finished work. He's done this job. Gotta change our lifestyle. Gotta be radical in our change in in our walk with God. The world has twenty-four hours, we also have twenty-four hours. They may not give time for God. It may be very short, but we must we must give more. We must enjoy that fellowship. The tangible fellowship. That the, the voice of God so clear every day walking with it. Perfect love. Cast out fear. Fear cripples you. I want to share with you my early experience. You know, I was in India in 1984. My church couldn't afford to support me. God told me to go, so I said, you're not obligated to give. I'll go. But thank God they gave. Two months, they gave me 100 US. Couldn't even pay the rent, but... At least they gave something. But it was a time to learn how to trust God. And during that time, I had a very good friend locally in Andhra Pradesh. He was age-wise, he was four years older. But he said, Pastor, I want you to mentor me because I'm pioneering a church. Maybe you can guide me, help me. And I want to be a friend to you. So, okay. I said, all right, I'll help you. So we became friends and uh the best part is because i'm walking in faith you know so sometimes we don't have meat at all always uh, dal and rice and curd dal and rice and curd dal and rice and curd and we have to pray lord can we have meat this week and then our friend will come with meat you know nicely cooked my god it's delicious but was all learning experience how to pioneer how to walk with faith how to pray through until you see a breakthrough and this was happening so I became very attached to him, became very friendly. He was my best friend. Then he became very ambitious. He started looking at my crusade, big crusade. He wanted to be a big evangelist. Uh, because at that time I was not pioneering a church yet, I was just getting to connect with the churches and doing a training for evangelism and all that. So uh, he was so excited with that, he sort of neglected his church. I would go to his church on Sunday and I would see pastor is not there. I said, "Where's your pastor? Not here. So who's going to preach? You preach, a pastor." So it was like that, you know. I said, "My God!" I thought I'm helping him to do the work. What is he throwing it throwing it at me? You know. So I was a bit young. This is 1984. How many years ago? Five years ago? No, long time. But I'm still young. My heart is 35. So what happened is, uh, I got insecure, frustrated. And so, it was all boiling up inside, you know. But I used a nice tone, nicely, you know. But patience got limit. Uh, If your patience got limit, it's not from agape. From somewhere outside. Patience should have no limit. And so, we had to talk. So when I talked to him, I tried to tell him, you know, what you're doing is not right. And he reacted. He said, you you don't interfere in my ministry. Uh, God called me crusade. I'm going here and there, blah, blah, blah. And then I couldn't control my patience. Boom, blasted also. So my tone went up. My words went strong. That's it. You know, so he gave me a bicycle. That was my BMW. (laughs) But the tires I put myself. But he took the whole bicycle. He gave me an old cupboard that also you took, everything you took. But that was not a big thing for me. The big thing is I lost a friend. And I also reacted. So I was so hurt. I could see the scars in my heart without an x-ray. You know, I could feel it. I told my wife, I said, I'm very hurt. I don't know what to do. I told her, if God doesn't heal me. If God doesn't touch me, I cannot touch anyone. I cannot serve the Lord. So I I told my wife, I'm going to the balcony. I will not come back until he heals me. So you take care of the child. We had only one son at the time. Uh, You take care of the child. If I take 40 days to come, um, drink water all the time. (laughs) I'm a fanatic guy. I'm a crisis person. Don't give me good bed to sleep. You know, Give me crisis. So I will excel, excel. I went up there. I cried out to God. I said, You send me to Singapore, to India, and I'm the first time in India. I'm staying here so long, 10 months already. and I'm leaving my faith and everything, and my good friend is gone. Um, and then the Holy Spirit started to speak to me Amos, you're going to ask forgiveness from him. I said, Rebuke the devil in Jesus' <laughs> I said, He's the one who made the mistake. And because of his action, I am hurt. He needs to come and ask forgiveness so that I get healed. And you also healed me so that he will reconcile and the, the work will go on. Uh, Lord, please answer my prayer. Don't come against my prayer. God doesn't argue with you. Then I said, what mistake have I done? I said, the Lord said, you raise your tone.'" And the words are a bit strong. I said, that is action, reaction. Let's go back to the action. He's the one, you know, ambitious, left his church, you know, went somewhere, crusade, crusade, and then his work is effective. So I, as a spiritual leader, have to, you know, correct him a bit. Yes, Amos. Okay. But it didn't come out of love. It didn't come out of love. I'm a human being. I'm not God. Yes, that's why I'm inside you to help you. <laughs> they empower you. So it, it come out out of love. And of course, the Lord said, why are you chair, raising your tone <laughs> while I was talking to you? So Lord, finally, of course, we, I already three days fasting there. Open air. Lucky no rain. <clears throat> so I said, Lord, what do you want me to do? I said, forgiveness. I say, I say, okay. I'll forgive him. <coughs> I'll ask him for forgiveness. The Lord said, no. Now, rehearsal. Do it now. So I pictured. His name is Francis. Don't get look for him. Huh? Pictured his face. I said, Francis, although you made a mistake, <laughs> but I asked you. The Lord said, hey, 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 hey. I told you to ask him forgiveness, and your tone is out. I said, what? the pain is still there." <laughs> then I, roll, I really cried, roll fight. I did everything I can, and all of a sudden, I'm not saying that you should have this kind of, you know, experience. I saw a green hand. Don't wait for a green hand. God ministers to people in different ways, you know, a big giant hand like electric. You know, I got stuck in and I was like operated. And all of a sudden, it's like a stone taken out of my heart. And just love began to flow. And my tone changed. I said, Francis, I should have spoken in a soft tone. I reacted. And my words was hurting you. I'm convicted. I want to ask you forgiveness. Can you please forgive me? This time I was love of God flowing. And as I was doing it, tears was coming out. I could feel how he would have felt. Before that, I was not, I couldn't feel at all. I couldn't think at all. I wouldn't think how he hurt me. What the mistake he did. But now with the love of God just flooding into my heart, I could just change My whole posture towards Him. And I said, what shall I do, Lord? I, I was so eager now. I was eager to go and restore Him. And longing to see our relationship yield. Love is kind. If you look back at the verse, those words about love, Is so powerful. Can you imagine if I did not reconcile with him, a ministry will be affected. His life will be affected.
0: My life will be
1: affected. My emotions may be shaped with all these hurts and pain and it may just pile up and couldn't be a good minister at all. I got healed with the love of God flowing in my heart. So, So I said, what to do? He said, I'll go and visit him. So, okay, bring some fruits. And I said, the Lord says, fruits are not enough. Give him a good offering. I said, rebuke the devil. <laughs> Start rebuking. So I prepared some good offering. <laughs> went down. And my wife looked at my face. At the countenance, she knew that I was healed. And said, so she prayed with me. So, went to the house. Went to the house. You know, it doesn't mean if you operate in Agapealap, they will also... No, 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 no. No, no, no. So I went with the apple, all the orange everything. Went to the house. The the wife was like shocked. Then the mother-in-law, wanga, wanga, Randi, randi. Daicheshi. Ikkada randi, kuchandi. So, all said. But the man went inside the room. He was not looking at me. So... Then he came out. He came out with a machine gun. He just blasted. He used used everything he can. Say, you hurt me. You tried to destroy my ministry. All bullets were coming. I was just looking at him with compassion. I couldn't believe Amos is doing it. (laughs) Real operation. Agape love was so powerful. Hatred was coming. Bitterness was coming. Pain was coming. Love of God was just smashing everything. I felt like telling brother, your vein is going to burst with that anger coming out. Please take care. (laughs) Sometimes jokes come at the wrong time. And you know what? I got defense car rising up. The wife and the mother-in-law start scolding him. He is a senior man. You know, he came all the way here and you want to shout at You are the one who made the mistake. And they shouted at him. Blah, 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 blah. I was in between. Oh Lord, let there be peace. Peace. <laughs> and I said, Francis, I'm so sorry. I know it's hurting. I I can understand your pain. I come to ask for forgiveness. Sorry. Just walked out. I felt released. And that night, I couldn't sleep. I prayed for him because he's hurting. I mean, you may say, Serve him right. (laughs) Praise God, I'm healed. Let him die. We won't say it in our mouth, but our spirit says, kill that spirit. Nail it on the cross. Have a resurrection. Next day morning, 6.30, I opened the door. I'm the one who made the mistake. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. I pulled him up, hugged him, and we cried on our shoulders. Up to today, we are very good friends. Give a big round of applause to Jesus. I know this is a simple thing. But without agape love, you cannot win the world. It's a powerful spiritual weapon. And all insecurities, fears, and doubts, and every anger and pain can go off. If you have a perfect relationship with a perfect God... So that perfect love will flood your heart and remove all the insecurities and pains and hurt and set you free. Just a few more verses here. Uh, Looking at uh, Ephesians chapter 3. You know, Paul talks about he's crying out. He's praying for the church. Paul is praying for the church in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 16 but In fact, if we read from verse 14, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14. For this reason, I, pour, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. From whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. That he would grant you according to the riches of his glory. To be strengthened with the might through his spirit in the inner man. We beauty all our body. We go on diet. All this is very important. We are equipped in our mind and mind is renewed. But the spirit man must be empowered with might with the Holy Spirit. Why? Because when you do that, uh, Christ will delve in, in your heart, verse 17, through faith. That you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all your saints what is the width and the length and the depth and height. To know the love of God which passes knowledge That you may be filled with all the fullness of God. This is a powerful revelation that Paul has given to us. That if we will concentrate on building our inner man through the word obedience. There's a word that says about obedience. Let me see whether I've got the verse here. Um, and my, it's not, I think. but it's talking about obedience brings completeness in love in, in in our love for God. If we obey God unconditionally, that's an expression of our love to God. And so we see here, he he says that if the inner man is strengthened, then we'll be able to understand the able to comprehend. Uh, says in verse uh, seven, uh, 18, may be able to comprehend all the, with all the saints. What is the width and the length and the depth and the height? I was just sharing with the leaders about about uh, a prisoner when the, in the Second World War, when they went to Spain and uh, they discovered this underground uh, prison, and they saw this uh, this prisoner who was tied to a His ankle was tied to a chain. Obviously, he's dead. There was all bones there. Uh, They discovered that he was a missionary. And for the faith, he was prison. And on the walls, he has made an inscription with stones. There was a crooked cross. And then on top of the cross, he put H in Spanish. And on the left, Lent. On the right, W and the bottom. The Depth. Meaning to say. Whilst he was in chains. The pain. The agony that he went through. In the dungeon. The torture. The thing that he went for Christ. Could not touch. Because. He was so deeply. Soaked in God's love. He experienced the length the width, the height, the depth of God's love. And God's love was so supernatural and so powerful that He was enjoying heaven in there. We need to come to a place where we can comprehend. The word comprehend comes from a Greek word, E-X-I-S-H. C-H-U-O. Sounds like a Chinese name. Exishao. And it means, it means, it signifies completely capable of doing or experiencing something. This Greek word itself is very powerful. It's, an, it's, kind, of a, it's kind of the strongest word for this experience. To be strong. To be imminently able, to have enough strength, fully able, is the strongest Greek word about to be able to comprehend. To be able to experience the depth of his love. And I tell you, this is a simple illustration on experience of being reconciled. But you know, the devil's working so hard to divide and to rule. But with God's love, we can forgive. And we can go further to identify the differences. And bring healing to one another. Not only in church or in any situation. Also in marriage. It may look so impossible. But with agape love, you can win the world. And see, nations restored. And when you come to that place of understanding the depth and the width and the height of his love, that's where in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, he says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Somebody wrote like this, Now to him who is. Now to him who is able. Now to him who is able to do. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly. Above. Now to him who is exceedingly abundantly. Above all. And that we ask. That even we think. Or don't even think. Never even thought. Through the power that works inside of you. Agape love. God's love. You come come to that place and you walk in a different realm of power and authority. In closing, I want to share with you about John. John is the one who wrote 1 John chapter 4. Also the, the gospel of John. John was a young disciple. But you know, at the time when Jesus said, one of you will betray me. He leaned on the chest of Jesus. And he said, Lord, who could it be? There's no doubt in him. Because he was deeply in love with Jesus. Peter said, I will die for you. I will go to prison. If everybody leave you, I will not leave you. Wonderful promises. Jesus said, before the savel, sorry, before the cock crow. You'll deny me three times. Before the cockroach, twice. And true enough, he did it. And God looked at it. Jesus looked at it, the corner of his eyes he was so rejected. He felt so hurt. He feel I love Jesus, but I can't, can't walk right. I'm not fit to serve. He went back to fishing. Look at Jesus' love. After resurrection, he came looking for Peter. That's love. And they came with an APC report card. Fail, fail, fail. Walk on the water, sing. Ran away, cut somebody's ear. Denied to a woman. No. He prepared breakfast for him. <laughs> what kind of love? Peter, <coughs> Peter, I trusted you. know. I gave you the authority. You caught all my men and you took them for fishing. Took them out of the ministry. Would send you to prison, and then not only that. Hey guys, have you caught any fish or not? They still didn't recognize him. No fish. Throw the net over the other side. Hundred and fifty-three fishes ran into the tent, or swam into the tent. What kind of love is this? And then Jesus asked Peter, "Peter, do you love me?" I think he's he's asking you today. Do you love me? Peter said, Lord, you know, you know I love you. (laughs) You know, but I made all the mistakes. I'm not fit to follow you. I'm going back to fishing. I cannot. I'm sorry. I love you. But I couldn't do it. Jesus said, if you love me. What is Jesus trying to say? He said, our relationship is not based on rules and regulations or do's and don'ts. All of that will come. But our relationship is based on unconditional love. I didn't come to judge you. I didn't come to destroy you. I came to love you. I came to forgive you. I came to restore you so that you will then now become like God, divine nature in you. I came to heal you. Come on, Peter. Get up. Come on, Amos. Come on. I know you you got a mistake. Come. Serve me. Let's walk together. Let's walk in love. And along the way, I will deal with that. All the screws are tighted for you. And you will be shaped well. And John, he didn't run away. Everyone ran away. He was found at the cross. The only disciple found at the cross. He was ready to lay down his life. John was, not there, was there not because of a lot of experience, he was there because he was, he was deeply in love with Jesus. We need to fall in love with Jesus again. Amen. Let's examine our hearts. He says, Get up, follow, let's go. Along the way, he would tighten up the screws. And he give you heavenly experiences. This same John, although uh, Ephesus was started uh, pioneered by Paul. But during that time, when John was 91 years old, about 90 years old, there was persecution. He was, John was the apostle of Ephesus. There was about 250,000 people, believers, at that time. And Mary was found with John. I did a, a, a study tour in the seven cities as well as Jerusalem and all this place. And I went to study those books. Uh, and archaeologists found out that Mary died at Ephesus. And the bones they took to Jerusalem. The Pope in, 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 in Rome also endorsed it. Yes enough evidence to prove that Mary was with John until she died. He took care of her because of love. God's love. Apostle of love. During the time Domitian was a ruler in Rome and he took, the history says those history, that place, they took him and they put him into a boiling pot. And John went in and smiled at the emperor thing. So they took him out, and the emperor said, I will not kill you, but I have a well-known magician. He can stay underwater for two hours. If you can get him out before two hours dead, then I'll ban you to Patmos. In 45 minutes, the magician came out of the water dead. They banned him to He was only 18 months because Domitian died so he could come back. But for for John, 91 years old, apostle of Ephesus church with, you know, probably he had great grandchildren, time to sit on the rocking chair and with all the medals and joy, hallelujah, hallelujah, with no teeth maybe. And he's now thrown into Patmos. He should go to Patmos and say, God, what are you doing this to me? I need to retire. And the Holy Spirit said, Yes, your ball tire must retire. Because you have fallen in love with Jesus, and he was empowered and sustained by agape love, It only became a better place for him. Because now no need to pastor the 250,000. Now he's all alone. He would have told Jesus, Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah. I can have more time with you. So he took 10 days fast, went into the uh, cave. And God said, come up here. I'll show you things that will happen hereafter. He was already fully in a love, but now he goes another level deeper where eyes of the Spirit, ears of the Spirit begin to open up and begin to see things in the Spirit. If we don't have the book of Revelation, we don't know what's going to happen in the end. Not much. But it took a servant of God who was full of God's love go into a new dimension. Church. Divine favor is coming over this church. But it will come on the premises of Agape Make up your mind. Get into him. We got only one life to live. Let's live it right. If it was not right before. Now make it right. Be like John. Fall in love with Jesus. Be like the prisoner. The prison walls. The torture. Just couldn't hurt him. Because a God by love is so powerful. So supernatural. He can crash down mountains. And go beyond into the spirit realm. And bring the whole book of revelation. For you and me. Shall we pray? As our eyes are closed. Let's examine our heart. Make up your mind today. Jesus, this whole week, I'm going to really ponder into this message. I'm going to seek your face, Lord. I'm going to press in. I'm not going to allow anything to stop me. From getting into that place where God's love floods my heart, where every fear goes off and faith rises, hope takes root in my heart, and I see you with a different look. I experience you in a different way. You may be going through financial situation, maybe going through marriage situation. Maybe going through spiritual break, no, uh, weakness. Maybe you're facing a mountain that you are not able to face it. Maybe a hurt. Maybe a hurting inside. Maybe you've given a mission that is so heavy. Tap on His love. Build a perfect relationship with Him. Be consistent. Life will change. The supernatural will come in. The book of Revelation will come in. He will show you things that will happen hereafter. He will keep you on track. Spirit of accuracy will come upon you. The spirit of victory will rise inside of you. Boldness will rise. You become a powerful sword in the eyes of God. In the hand of God. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus. All my brothers and sisters, pastors, leaders, I pray, Lord, they will be like John, fallen in love to Jesus. Heal our hearts, Lord. Empower us with the Holy Spirit. Lord, this day I pray that this seed that you are planting in our hearts will take root and will begin to grow. And set us free from all insecurities and barriers and walls. That APC will rise as though Jesus is shining in Bangalore and beyond. Let the divine love of God and divine favor of God, power of God, wisdom of God begin to flow. I release your power. I release your anointing. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. And everybody say it together, "Thank you very much."
0: Thank you so much, Pastor. Let's give uh, Pastor Amos another big hand. And uh, thank you so much,
1: Pastor, for ministering to us. And uh, and uh, now I just want to invite the Laban Presbyterian Church Choir from all the way from Shillong. Please come up. And they will minister to us in song.